Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Sprague On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. Well, it's Rodriguez missed time to follow. Two on one. Kitty dumps it off. Shades easy jam. This is Dirt and Sprague. That was the home cookiest. Tenth assist I've ever seen. Wow. And now Kobe White is back behind the play. Okay, that's oh, legit. That's, legit. that's legit. legit assist there. That's the trip. That, I'm going to credit that for the triple yeah. double. That's a 29 point triple double. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. Davis, time winding down. Are they going to get the ball up in time? Clark for the win. Dirt and Sprague on 1080, The Fan. All right, 602 in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Sprague on Portland Sports Leader, 1080, The Fan. Happy hump day, everybody. What is happening? Good morning, good morning. Uh, was that a good morning, good morning? That was a could. That was a yeah. Good morning, good, good morning, good morning. Okay, it could be a morning. I don't know. Could be a good morning too. You got to find out. I felt it, and I was like, "Don't say anything." And then you said something, and I'm like, "Damn it!" That's one of my New Year's resolutions. We got to make more fun of each other in the new year. We didn't do that enough last year. No, no. We all say stupid stuff every day. It's fun. It's fun to make fun of each other. Uh, I came in today, swag. I I went to bed rather late last night. Uh, later than I wanted to. I'm three days into the new year, and I'm already failing a resolution. <laughs> I know it was later than me, because I woke up to text messages about a guest for this morning and thought, hey, look at that. We got a guest for 7.30. I didn't think I sent that that late, and you didn't oh, respond, and then I saw your tweet was an hour before that text, and I went, he's asleep. <laughs> yeah. He's asleep. I was out at about 8.54 last night. It felt fantastic. But I, uh, I still woke up in a haze and then rubbed my eyes a little bit. I'm feeling good today. I'm feeling... Uh, I'm feeling Joe Fisher storming into a studio good. You know what I mean? Fired up and ready to talk about everything. We were yelled at for 40 minutes after the show yesterday by Joe Fisher. He was not happy. Uh, Swag did not catch. Well, Swag saw a little bit of it. He came in to see if we needed anything before he bounced to pilot's practice. He caught the tail end of it. But he did not see what had transpired yesterday. I I have not been undressed and yelled at quite like that since maybe 17 years old. I'm going to throw this out there, too. Like, of all the fan bases that should be arguing and yelling about things right now from a point of, like, pride and on a pedestal, Mm. the Cowboys are not there. 
of all the teams that could come in here pumping their chest about you're not being nice to my team, you're being mean, nobody's giving my team a chance, anybody that wants to rant about that, there's a few fan bases that probably deserve that argument. Cowboy fan, what are we doing, man? What what are we doing right now? It, it was... Hmm. It was a little random because he came in here and I assumed he had come in here to talk about us calling him Cowboy Joe. He's Cowboy Joe. I called him a homer on the show and I said I like it's fun poking the bear because he takes the bait. Every time we poke the bear, he gets angry and sends a text message. But he came in and like he tried to seem like he wasn't going to be doing that. And then <laughs> yes. I said one comment and you said one comment and then he just went into the defense of Cowboy Nation. Yes, that was it. We're, the Cowboys are great. Nobody, if the roles are reversed, nobody would have felt sorry for the Cowboys if the refs had screwed the Lions over. Nobody would feel sorry for us. That's how it works. We get just, no advantages. He just needs 15 more years, <laughs> and then he'll see. Just well, that's yeah. what I told him. I said if all the and then and then it turned into you can't call a team that has 11 wins fraudulent, and at the same time he called the Eagles fraudulent, oh. who also have 11 wins. Yeah. So they're fraudulent, but the Cowboys aren't because the Cowboys blow out bad teams. Who 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 hasn't been in the position <laughs> where you get maybe overly passionate? And you start kind of not like speaking in tongues, but you're just kind of like rapid fire <laughs> responsing. La, 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 la. Yeah. He you're just kinda, backed into a corner. Yeah, he kind of got into this. And, and so we were talking about the Cowboys. He's a massive Dallas Cowboy fan, like massive Cowboy fan. I, I've been there. Right. And he's coming in here yesterday because he heard us mention him. And we brought up the, the call and how he's like, well, you're not even giving him credit. Like, our conversation was more about how bad a missed call that was. Yeah, that's an officiating crew. And he goes, that's if it is. was reversed, you wouldn't give, you yeah. wouldn't say any of this. And I go, yeah, we would. It dictated the two seed <laughs> yes. and the division of a team. A massive, massive call. But what was interesting was we just said, Joe, our only criticism of Dallas is they haven't won the playoff game they need to yet. Yeah, and been doing an NFC Championship games. They can't 96. win on the road against a good. And team. they can't beat the good to slash great teams on the road. I told them this when they beat Philly. I said, dude, that's a really good win. And I go, but they're at Buffalo this week. They're and at I, Buffalo and Miami. Yeah, you go win show at me. Buffalo. Go prove it. And what yeah. they do. And they got blown out by Buffalo. And so his counter was, you cannot say a team with 11 wins is a bad team. I don't think we said that either. No, we're not. they're not bad. They're just fraudulent as a contender. And maybe 10 to 15 minutes later, he was even more worked up because of our conversation. <laughs> And then he called the Eagles fraudulent and dirt. <laughs> man, dirt came in like a lion at the perfect time and jumped on the back. Excuse me? And dirt goes, How many wins do the Eagles have? And he went, uh, Well, uh, and he goes, I thought you said 11 win teams aren't fraudulent. And he just was like, Ah, ah. And then it, then it transitioned into, well, the Cowboys blow out bad teams, and that should count for something. The Eagles barely beat bad teams, so they're fraudulent because they barely beat the bad teams. I just, it was an interesting take of his perspective of we, we clobber the really bad teams, so that matters a lot. But the Niners got blown out at home. And that's embarrassing. And, and that's yeah. so bad because the Cowboys haven't been blown out at <laughs> no, home. They only got blown out on the road twice. They have not been blown out at home. I uh, it, it was fun. I haven't been in a conversation like that in a while, and I was not expecting it. And I, I tell you what, I don't even mean to call him out this morning to, like, upset him. I love it. I love the passion that Cowboy Joe has. The passion of fandoms is fun. I, I told him this is where him and I are very different as fans. Like, I don't care if I'm listening to any sort of national show or local show, whatever the case. Like, if somebody has an opinion about one of my teams, 
I never let it affect me to the point where I get angry hmm. because my mentality is like, I think this is going to happen a lot this week with Washington. Washington's playing in the national championship game. If you're a Husky fan, if you're us, you've seen them play every game this year. Maybe yes. you turned off some second halves. But they played a lot of one-score games. We've seen them play every week. There's a lot of people around the country that have not no. watched a second of Washington football. Their one trip in- to Big Ten country was on the peacock. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was. Until the Pac-12 title game, that had good numbers, so you probably people probably watched that, and they watched the playoff game. They haven't seen Washington play all year. So people are going to start spouting opinions about the Huskies this week without any sort of educated background on where they're coming from and what the Huskies actually are don't get upset about that they don't know your team wait until the end of the season and if you win you have the ability to dunk on people yeah. who wanted to criticize your team throughout the course of the year that's just always been the way that i am as a fan like if somebody wants to criticize the ducks or the niners or the whoever i root for i just wait like i'm not gonna get angry at you i'll wait till the end of the season because there's a decent chance you end up being right and the cowboys have been frauds for 20 years this is who they've been every season. Mm-hmm. And I found it comical that now is the time to come in and start beating the chest of like, this is the year. Yeah. How can you not give us a chance? It's like, because I've been alive for more than six months. I've been as winning one re- as Joe. <laughs> in one regular 1995 was a long time ago. It doesn't change anything. You beat the Lions on a lucky call. Now you're a Super Bowl contender. What are we doing? You know, I I, uh, I will admit, like, I, I, I don't think we're... I the one thing I take exception to with commentary from anybody is the honk thing. Now, are you slightly biased towards Oregon? Sure. Of course I am. I'm sure I've shown the same thing towards Oregon State. Well, there's a desire and a and a will and a passion to want to see them achieve. Right. But when it comes to analysis, I think we are as a group almost harsher on our own favorite teams. I yeah. criticized Oregon's win over USC. It wasn't by enough. I yeah. wanted more. I actually felt bad on my drive you home yesterday. You get crap from Beaver <laughs> fan yeah, all the time yeah. that you're they think taking I hate unwarranted <laughs> shots. Yes, and and I and I get it. I do, but I also think like I I really take a lot of pride in holding an expectation to my teams. I do too. Yes, that's why I call my Niners. If the potentially... Dodgers don't win a World Series in 130 games this season. <laughs> what the hell is going on? You spent two billion dollars. Yes. Let's go. The Niners, like I told you. They have a Buffalo Bill thing looming. It's like, hey, we're going to get to the conference title. It's like, cool, and you're not going to win anything. Yeah, I've been five years in a row after this year. Yeah, whatever, so yeah. like, I, I guess what I would say is I will defend a team I like, but I will also be very honest if it's not what I want. And yes. I don't know how you're a Cowboy fan and you're you're in defense mode instead of like, no, 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 yeah. no. I get it. We need to win this road game. <laughs> we need to go. <laughs> go on we can't win those road games. I get it. It's so funny, man. <laughs> that came out of absolute nowhere. He was like a bat out of hell. He after was the ready. Show. He was, and you know what we discovered in the midst of the 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 embrace <laughs> debate. We he kept saying nobody and everybody's against us and all the people. And we said, who are you talking about? And he goes. Well, I'm on NFL subreddit, and, I, and Dirk goes, get off the internet. Log no, off. Get off the internet. This is what will happen. Like, Twitter has turned into this, and I even caught, got caught in this trap a few times because sometimes you'll log in. I'm old, and I don't pay that close of attention, and you're in your uh, for you category now that Elon instituted, which is basically yeah, I still don't know how different bots. Some and people like that. I still get ads. Some people so like it because they can know. look at porn without having to follow porn accounts. You know, this whole thing. Time out in your rant. I I was so upset during my vacation on the couple of few times I opened Twitter. I kept seeing 
the same ad yeah, like every six over and over and over. I blocked again. like twelve accounts yeah. with the same it ad, work. and it no, no it no. didn't. The ad no. just kept showing up. The app is an absolute cesspool right now. But what people will do is they log into Twitter and you're on your for you thing, and it's just like college football has turned into this, where every fan base has their troll accounts, yeah, and they send out red meat and they fire everybody up, and then the other fan base is like, how could you actually say that? And it's all just for engagement. It's just to get people yeah. clicking and to responding. It's called clickbait. For it's a exactly reason. what it is, and that's what I'm sure is happening on his algorithm. And it's like you just gotta unplug sometimes, man. You gotta go outside, touch some grass, shoot some hoops with your kids, get off of social media because. Not everybody's against your team. I I did uh, I, I did tell him I thought the one thing I've noticed about Cowboy fan doing this job, and then even before I was you know elementary school, high school, you always encounter Cowboy fans. It always just comes across to me like Cowboy fans like to be Cowboy fans because they want to be victims. Yes. If they win, we're never getting enough credit for our win. If they lose, yeah, it's one game. And we're the Cowboys. Like, it's just a constant state of victimhood of yeah. like, woe is us. We're the Cowboys. Give us more. Give needed, us more. I needed to break that cycle. I was, no. And then you chose the Chargers. <laughs> I know. We, yeah, of all the teams to choose. I hope you get your coaching hire right. Oh, I really do. I, I hope the Spanos don't be Spanos and back the truck up. Let's bring Harbaugh down there. Let's you want Harbaugh? Go. I think so. Okay. I think he's ready to go back to the NFL. He's wearing football gloves now. That's weird, man. When head coaches start wearing receiver gloves, I'm weirded out by it. <laughs> well, what do you need doing? him if he's going to play catch with Herbert there? He's Herbert. going to try to throw it at Herbert's yeah, face. I yes, know. he is. Let's see how tough you are. That's still one of my favorite stories in sports <laughs> ever was Peyton Manning, when he was visiting new teams, took a trip to San Francisco, and by some re- reports, wanted to actually go to the Niners. They were as ready to win as any team. Mm-hmm. They were loaded. And they went to San Francisco, and Harbaugh greeted him, and Harbaugh took him on the practice field and wanted to play catch with him, but Harbaugh wanted to test him. <laughs> so he was throwing bullets at Peyton Manning, almost to like one up the arm strength and go, What do you got? And Peyton walked out and was like, I am not playing for this weirdo. <laughs> this guy is an absolute <laughs> psycho. I'm going to John Elway in Denver. Bye bye. Nothing to do with this dude. I do think that Joe, my my final analogy of him, my uh, if if we had our appointment yesterday, I thought about booking him for the ticker today. Yeah, I'm not we, kidding. I, yeah, he needs to come in and defend himself. I I think what he is showing. This was not a you're mad at us situation. It's a you're mad at everything else situation. Mm, you're and, mad at Jarrah. He's mad at Jarrah, and I think ultimately he has he has big moment blue balls. Like he needs something for one of his teams to happen. Like, do we remember where he was going into the MLB playoffs? Yeah, he's an Orioles fan. Yeah, I know it's the first time they've been relevant in forever, and he was strutting around the office like a peacock no, talking no. about his Baltimore Don't Orioles. They were great, and they didn't win a game in the playoffs. Devastating. Uh, he is also a duck. I can commiserate there. Another year, close. Two, two big losses. Not quite. Those are pretty painful. And now here come his beloved Cowboys, <laughs> who are the only team he's got left, and he needs them to win a playoff game. He, he's he got blue balls, man. He needs a big win. Feeling he's, feeling a little bit like Milton looking for a stapler, huh? Yes. Is, stapler? is he a Blazer fan? Because that could just add even more to I the I mean, blue I think balls. he is. Oof. I think, you know, not a lot going on there for the last 20 years. You know what? If you're being honest... 
I mean, I, I also have sports blue balls. I know my teams are good, but, like, you do? When you're good and you don't win well, the title, it hurts. You got a Braves World Series, though, a couple years okay, ago. So that, you I got mean, that. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Swag has his fake championship. He's got that. Stop it. You know. But he kind of knows. The no counts. You know, he kind of knows. He realizes we need a real one. Look at him. Look at the face. <laughs> he kind of knows. They are all in, baby. <laughs> Duh. Now he's Yamamoto. the 2016 Warriors. <laughs> I found out you guys got Yamamoto at the Blazer Wizard game. I randomly went to that over the break. Okay, you need help. <laughs> I got... <laughs> <laughs> I got free tickets. Okay. And we were You still need help. Why are you going? Still. I uh we left a couple minutes early, even though they came back. We listened to the end. We're like, oh, did we miss the comeback? And luckily we didn't. Uh but as we were leaving, I look on the screen, Dodgers sign Yamamoto. And I went, Are you blanking kidding me? Yeah, 325 million. And a and a guy yeah. next to me just don't know him at all. He's also looking at the TV, and as I'm walking, he goes, Must be nice to buy a title. <laughs> We'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. It could buy a really good regular season. Uh, All right. Well, uh, let's get our sports blue balls going. I have have quite the little start for you. I like it. I have an option for you at 615. And I want to start there. Uh, We have got Travis Demers is going to join us live from Dallas, Texas at 730. The Blazers have a big roadie right now. Uh, He told me last night he forgets what cities he's in. I could see that when you're going from town to town. It's like, an underrated, crappy part of the dream job is that you travel so much yes. that you're like, when do I call my kids? What time zone am I in? <laughs> How far ahead am I? Yes. So Demers is going to join us at 730, NFL Zigger Zag at 645, and Statter Story at 815. Dirt and Sprague, we get it going next on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, welcome back in. Dirt and Sprague with you. Um, Dirt, I don't often do this, 
I'm going to give you a choice. This is you, choose your adventure here, okay? I used to love those books when I was a kid. You ever read any of those? Choose your own adventures. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think I did. Okay. That was real big in my in my your day. Yes. Yeah. But you get to an end of the chapter and it was like that's because you didn't have TV. <laughs> it was black and white. It was rabbit ears. <laughs> No, we were not huddled around the giant Philco. You listened to the War of the Worlds on the radio, thinking no. the world was actually no. ending? After you went and gathered with your mom, you went home and chose was, your own adventure. He milked his cows and <laughs> went back home from the pasture. Turned the butter. That's right. <laughs> you imagine him turning butter? Um, basketball or <laughs> basketball? Or football. It's Ooh. that. It's, and, and look, I really. That's simple. Huh? Do not pick because of me. Pick because of you. Basketball or football. Those are your two choices. So I actually have a basketball segment for my portion of the show. Yeah. And I'm worried that we might be doing the same basketball segment. Okay. And I don't want you to steal my basketball segment. Okay, so great. I'm going to choose football. All right, great. Uh, let me note real quick. <laughs> I got a gift from my cousin uh, on New Year's Eve. And I hadn't seen her, and she gives me a gift. She gives me a gift card to a coffee shop that's a local one that I really like. And she gave it to me in this. This mug is what you can see on YouTube. Obviously, it's a Yeti yes, mug. Yes, nice, nice tumbler, nice. And my wife, my wife goes, oh, he needs that. And she goes, really? And she goes, yeah, his co-host has a really nice one, and every time his is on TV, it looks gross. And I thought, okay, that's true. I didn't know his was white, and now I'm matching tumblers with my radio co-host. Yes, uh, matching Yetis. You know what yeah. it says about us? We like white cups, right, Swag? That's right. We like coffee. It also, uh, I, my wife is... Glad you're on the same cycle. She, <laughs> we are cycling at the same time. We're back. There are a lot of weird things that happen when you do this yes. job with somebody. Yes, yes, there are. Can't really explain it. This is actually my wife's Yeti. It's not. She tells me quite often that this is not mine, yeah. and she gives me a hard time every morning when she turns on the show and says, "Oh, you brought my Yeti again <laughs> to drink coffee yeah. out it's of." It's a good size. And I said, "Well, you got me a black one, but it doesn't have like the closing top." I like the closing. I like top. the closing top. Me Mine too. just has a hole there, and as we know, anything could come out of a hole at any time. If there's no cover, you have to cover it up. So you're choosing football. Yes, I'm choosing football. All right, great. What would you do if Aaron Rodgers said out loud that you're on the Epstein list? <laughs> I would I would respond exactly how Jimmy Kimmel responded. I don't have a lawyer. It'd be kind of cool to be able to say I'm calling my lawyer. I don't have that person. I don't either. But I know people who are lawyers. Yes. They don't really do this kind of law, no, but I can what find the hell? One real quick. Falls under the umbrella. I would respond the exact same way that Jimmy Kimmel did unless I was actually on the Epstein flight list and then I would probably just shut up. Well, I don't think you respond so adamantly if you're on the Epstein flight log, right? I mean, we would assume. Yes, we would assume. Because it'd be a weird thing to be like, dude, I'm, I don't even know him. And then like two days later, I think it's been pushed down to January 22nd. Okay. That log's released it. Oh, there's your name. Yeah. Like, why did you get so defensive? I tend to agree with your take. That if you're that strong in the response, your name's likely not on the list. It's just an odd thing. And I said football to mask up wanting to talk about this. Pun intended there with Aaron Rodgers. hey but it's got to be an odd thing for them as a corporation to have cut so many people to be able to give McAfee all the monies and the the spotlight. And then they, in turn, basically are paying Aaron Rodgers for a guest spot so he can spend 15 minutes spewing conspiracy theory while also <laughs> saying everybody he's coming back from an Achilles injury. Yeah. It's just a, it had to have been a very odd thing. And and if you don't think ESPN's happy about this, I think you're mistaken They've gotten everything from McAfee they wanted. 
They, he gave him the length thing on the Rose Bowl day. Yes. The clothing line from uh, Jalen Milrow yes. and Reese Davis was reading what the, the acronym of LANK means. Naysayer. Naysayer. <laughs> McAfee indicating he thought he was going to say an N-bomb live on television, which would never happen, but was pretty funny and went viral. Everybody laughed. And then two days later, he's got Aaron Rodgers on basically... Uh, pointing the finger at another Disney employee that he's on an Epstein flight log. Yeah, that's the interesting part here is that he Jimmy Kimmel works for ABC. He's a Disney guy. Uh, yeah, he's a very high up ABC yes. Disney guy. He's the late so... night host. That's a big deal. I'm really curious if there's any response from ESPN on this of like, is Rogers done on McAfee? Is McAfee doing anything like apologizing? Because yeah. McAfee doesn't say any of these things. But McAfee knows what's going on, and he's sitting there smiling the whole time going, oh, the internet's going to lose its mind. Yeah, he laughs along with it. I th- This is the kind of stuff, look, I've always loved Aaron Rodgers for the player that he is. So, this stuff is so irresponsible, man. Like, there, there's a lot of psychos out there online. And when you throw out a name on a list like this, and you're insinuating, basically the Jimmy Kimmel's a pedophile who's sleeping with underage, imprisoned women, essentially, sex slaves, right? Like, that's a that's an accusation you're willing to throw out in front of millions of people on ESPN and then have go viral everywhere. You're willing to put his name out there connected to that and put his family at risk. You better be true and you better be correct and you better hope his name shows up. And if it's not, I look Kimmel came out and and, and had a very aggressive response to this. I hope he truly files the lawsuit. Yep. Like we got to put an end to this kind of stuff. It's one thing to joke about a guy not being good or a team not being good or haha, I don't like that show. This is a whole different ball game yeah. when you're connected Connecting him to one of the most vile human beings we've seen on the face of the planet over the last hundred years. And that's, I, I just, this stuff is super dangerous. And I hope that Kimmel actually follows through with it. Like, what is, uh, what's the end game for this guy? He just gets on and spews conspiracy. And like, what I, happens when he's wrong? I don't know. He Nothing happens when he's wrong. Nothing happens when any of these people are wrong. Well, and it was, I mean, that was kind of what he was in Green Bay, even then when the team didn't, it, he somehow was never held accountable. No. And that's why, and then... He's allowed to operate in any way that he wants. He's done it with the Jets. Oh, man. They brought in his offensive coordinator. They signed all of his wide receivers. They've bent over backwards for a dude who's 40 and played two snaps. And then he tried to say that it wasn't his decision to make him on the active thing. Like, he he, he played that he was coming back, and I'm going to beat science. And then it was time to do it, and he's like... Well, then they had to cut a guy off of the 53-man roster to make room for him, and he had to, like, yeah. apologize for that. Yeah, because no, he, he didn't want to take his job. <laughs> I'd love to see Kimmel actually hold him accountable. Yes. I'll be, be honest with you. I'd say the last year, and look, believe what you want to believe, he's just, he's internet-pilled. He just gets yes. on and he just spews what he reads on his own internet searches. He's Jason Whitlock-ish. Uh, when you do that, like, I can't help but go, oh, yeah, that's why your family probably doesn't talk to you. <laughs> Probably not fun to deal with. Yeah, it's I. Th- this stuff is dangerous, man. And I sometimes there have to be consequences for saying things like this. And for Rogers, I hope that this is the time. Yeah, but it's an era of no consequence. Yes, I mean, it is. This, you can be wrong. You can lie. Uh, you can have no factual evidence and say anything, and you're wrong. And then people just move on. You just move to the next thing that gets people fired up yeah. and and continue on your side. Yeah. Uh, I just I thought that was pretty irresponsible of him. And I, I'm be curious to see if ESPN does anything about this. Well, it would be Disney stepping in. Well, it for sure would be. ABC, but Disney, ESPN and, is beholden to Disney. Well, yeah, but they would, they would force their hand. Yeah, and I'm, point. I'm curious if they're going to. Like, if I'm Jimmy Kimmel, I'm calling the highest exec I know yesterday. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
because dirt's right. This stuff is dangerous. Like there are people. This is the most obsessed thing people have in their lives right now. Is this flight log thing? I know it's a big deal, dude. Anybody who's associated with him should go down. Uh, I don't no dis- matter your I- political affiliation, but to throw out allegations that somebody yes. is—that's the danger there. But yeah, it, that's exactly the point. Yeah. It's uh, it's really unfortunate that dude has a platform to just spew the ugliest rhetoric, garbage that he has no factual evidence on. Uh, to back, so it'll be interesting to see what happens on that. Uh, coming up next, a little a little peek at what happened this week with the college football playoff, and some encouraging news while also talking about the future of the whole thing. That's next on the fam. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, welcome back in. We got NFL Zigger Zag. I'm super excited for this one. I think you're going to be really conflicted if you zig or you zag. But uh, I wanted to talk about the college football playoffs some more. Got into that yesterday. Washington, Michigan uh, meeting yet again. How how funny the coincidence is UW's <laughs> title that they had in the 90s came because they beat Michigan. And now here they are trying to get another championship, or as some Duck fans like to cite, a real one. Yes. Was that Mario Bailey doing the Heisman in the end zone for the Huskies? Is that what I remember correctly? I was two years old, so I I cannot answer that question. (laughs) I was was barely alive. How dare you not remember that? I was still drinking milk, man. Ah, Keith Jackson on the call. So good. Two years old, you're still drinking. I don't know how long do babies drink milk. I should probably figure that out. I don't know how long that lasts for. <laughs> you should probably know well, the answer to that. You're gonna find out soon. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not really my responsibility. You know, don't you keep you keep drinking milk? As I, a I kid, would. Don't I, you? Can I? Uh, I, I? Is that a thing? Am I wrong on that? I I wouldn't mm. say that out loud in front of her. It's that I don't know how long babies drink no, milk for? No, <laughs> that it's, it's not, not my job. My responsibility. I don't have the milk in here. I know, but you say that. What in do you s- want from me? You say that. I can't in- latch. You're saying it in such a. You do it. I'm not doing it. It's your job. That's those yeah. are little things that you're right out of Mad Men, right there. Yeah, you're yeah. Little, little, little Is it John Hamm, right yeah. there? Uh, let's see here. I'm oh, not saying only, okay. No, only not- six months of breastfeeding. That's good to know. Well, it could go to a, a lot of women longer. try to go to a year. Could go longer. Some, some. I think I'm going to take it all the way up to five. Would be one of those weirdos in public. <laughs> you ever see those people? No, have you? That kid's four and a have half. Have you seen a four year old? Doing that kid's putting together full sentences, man. <laughs> Get him off the nipple. I mean, you're starting to get jealous at that point, right? <laughs> a little bit. This I want little, him back. Little guy's taking all my action. <laughs> Those things are raw. Some for daddy. That's right. Can't get any of that. There's my little drip, drip action over here, man. Drip, drip, drip. 
Oh, I can't wait to see you as a father. <laughs> it's going to be glorious. That train's barreling down the tracks, man. It's coming at me hard right now. The love and the hate <laughs> and the passion. Oh, you're going to be uh, glorious as a father. The first time his morning gets derailed because something. The first not- tea time that he has to text, I can't make it, <laughs> is going to be the day where he just hates this kid. <laughs> hates Teddy Ballgame. Hey, dude, you want to oh. go play golf at uh, 10 on Friday? I'm in. Sorry, guys. Yeah. I, got no, I got teddied. I got teddied. Uh, I got to cancel. Uh, did you happen to see the playoff ratings? I did see the playoff ratings. Pretty impressive number, is it not? It is. I also think it was a symptom of how late that second game went is why the second game did not have quite the same number. I know that Michigan and Bama are two of the, look, you could argue the two biggest brands in the entire sport, historically speaking. So that number didn't surprise me. But that game ended, the second game ended at 1 o'clock East Coast time. Mm. 1 a.m. It ended at 10 p.m. for us. Like You just you cannot have games on that long as a west coast fan i have no problem with you moving the first one up to noon and i think if you did that the second rating would have been better uh the georgia florida state game was that that was the orange bowl correct that was the orange Bowl. yes did you see that was the highest rated orange bowl ever of a non-playoff orange bowl it was kind of really? a standalone game 63 to 3 and people watched that really that was the highest the highest what is up with that? Well, that was that was Saturday, it's, right? It's Georgia. It I was mean, Saturday. To your point, there wasn't a lot else going on. There wasn't a lot else going on. It was the lead-in to the Cowboys-Lions game. Yeah. Well, the reason I bring this up is I'm still kind of, like, 27.2 million people watch the Rose Bowl. It's the third most watched playoff game. The first one is the Ohio State-Bama game in year one, and the second one is the Oregon-Florida State game in year one. So clearly there was that novel interest right. of this is the first time, what's it going to look like, and nobody, this this is the game that has come closest to topping those two. I'm still left confused every day when I scour the national headlines and podcasts and whatnot, and, like, they don't talk college football. It doesn't make any sense. I, you know, I, and I don't, I don't mean this as a negative call out. It's going to sound like that, but I'm a big fan of the show. I listen to You Better You Bet with our buddy Ken Barkley and Nick Costos, and Costos is one of my favorites. He's energetic. He's got a different sound, a different vibe. Ken, when they talk college football, it's really just Ken. Yeah. Like Costos is in New York. He's a Giants fan. Like he's an NFL, NFL guy. Baseball. But but yeah. But what it's amazing to me is like. 27.2 million people is that's a that's a great NFL number. Yeah. It's massive. Mm-hmm. The the country is screaming this is the sport we care the second most about and it it still doesn't feel like the coverage of the sport huh. is even up to par with that. Like yeah. it feels like the NFL still gets this bump where we talk about all these games for all these times and we just move on with college. Somebody had a comparison that it would be, I think, one of the best, most watched Monday Night Football games in the history of the NFL. Like, good Monday Night Football games can get up to 25, 26 million. It has to be, like, the highest Thursday Night Football game, right? Oh, without it. I mean, Thursday Night games, I want to say this year, have been hovering north of 10 million, somewhere in that range. I saw they went up. Did they go up a little bit? The number's not as big as that. It's Amazon Prime, so it's a little bit different, but that's that's still an incredible number for Amazon Prime. To your point, though, this has always been a head-scratcher for me. I don't understand it, and I think it is a sometimes the West Coast thing. I'm sure people can just roll their eyes out of like, oh, here goes the people on the West Coast. Nobody cares about us. But there's an aspect of this where you realize the hub of all sports media is in the Northeast. Yeah. 
this is where it all, this is the nucleus of it all. The this New York, New York, Boston, yeah. Philly. Like, this is where it all exists. Our company is the same. Our company is based out of the Northeast. They don't really care that much about college football. No, they don't. When we put stuff out on Twitter and when you look yep. at the shows and what people talk about and what we promote as a company, I just, it cracks me up of like, we're getting an NBA take on the Detroit Pistons, but not a game that 27 million people are watching. Right. What are we doing here? I know. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Well, you, you said something in the open that like kind of, it threw me through a loop, but I think you're right. Like, how many people watched Michael Penix and Roma Dunze for the first time on the in the Sugar Bowl? A yeah. huge amount of people. What was their highest? The I, I don't game... get how that po- how was that possible? Yeah, how I mean, was maybe it possible? for the first time it was the Pac-12 title game because yeah. that was on ABC and it was a Friday night in primetime back on the East Coast. But that was probably the first time. But when you hear them preview and talk about these games, the game, the day of the game, like they say it in. And the lefty Michael Penix Jr., if you're not familiar with him. And it's like, why do you talk like that? We have a comparison that is going to show that people don't watch Michael Penix play football. They don't watch West Coast football. And it's largely because they're in their Northeast bubble. I just, when you get numbers like that, that is remarkable. We were complimentary of the NBA. Now, it's a regular season game. But the in-season tournament getting like 4 million people, that was a big deal for yeah, that sport. it was. And the NBA is one of the most yeah. talked-about sports worldwide. They got 4 million people to watch a re- an in-season tournament game. That's big. It's bigger than most of their first-round playoff games. We're talking about nearly 30 million people. 30 million watching Alabama-Michigan. And then the, the I think the Washington-Texas game was just shy of 20 million. But again, if that game starts two hours earlier, that number is way higher. I think a lot of people turned it off because Washington led the whole time. And it's 11.30 midnight. You got kids on the East Coast. Like, I got to go to bed, man. I got to work tomorrow. I mean, that was a Sunday for a lot of people. Yes, it was. Yeah. So the game ending at 1 a.m. East Coast time was not ideal. And the sad thing is how many people went to bed and that game ended up having just an yeah. immaculate Down ending. to the final play. I... Swag, I, I hope you poured one out for me during the vacation. I didn't ask you to, but I hope you did, because my beloved NBA has officially lost Christmas Day. All of their games combined got doubled up by just the Chiefs and Raiders game. It didn't help that the Raiders actually won that game, too, because I didn't think there was yeah. any reason to watch it. And then you're like, wait, did they just give up back-to-back well, defensive touchdowns? Yeah, we always say that. There's no reason to watch it. And then know, they then give you, you a reason it. to watch well, like, it. You, you get Christmas Day back in 2024. Because it's in the you middle run of there. the week. I'm, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. And my, the NFL is not putting a game on Wednesday. Tuesday morning NFL game. Swigard. We did it during COVID. Why not I, now? What do you want to wager? <laughs> there will not be an NFL Ever? game on Christmas Day 2024. Yeah, I think you got I don't want to wager that. But in 2028, when it gets now, back to Tuesday, Christmas Wednesday. when Christmas falls anywhere around the weekend, <laughs> yes. yes, there will be a game on at least one. I, if I was the NFL, I'd just take it. But you can't do that though late that late in the season. You can't. Games on you Tuesdays. can't put a game you on can do Wednesday. Anything but your mind to. They play games in London, <laughs> yes. and they play games four days after they've been in car crashes for four hours. They, like, they can do anything they want. Do you think the NBA needs to take the NHL approach and just have a Christmas break? They give them like four days off, like from the twenty third to the twenty seventh. The NHL says, "Go home, get with your family. Yeah. We'll see you all back, and we'll try to take New Year's Day." <laughs> we can't compete. Well, this is the thing too. I, as a hockey fan, and Seattle played in the Winter Classic that was on New Year's Day. By the it way. was at Safeco. The jerseys were great. It was a big moment for hockey in the Northwest. Did you I, see them tossing salmon over oh, it was them? Great, as they dude. Yeah. The Teams the showing up in their outfits. It was phenomenal. I have the same reaction though every New Year's Day. And I ask, why? Why would you play this game? I understand that you want it to be on a holiday. I understand that you want it. You think that's the day that it, 
Dude, like you're not getting any marginal sports fan to flip over from a college football playoff game to watch the Winter Classic. You're just not. Yeah. I love hockey. I, I had it on a second screen, so I was watching it yeah, on the iPad. I had it on a second screen, and then I flipped once the Ducks were rolling. Uh, I think, though, the NHL, that game is more about the the actual hockey fans and the fans there locally. It's a thank you to those fans because I, it's a I, cool and, thing. And the NHL, they tried back before their strike. They tried to go take on the NBA and be this big. No, I think the NHL has accepted we have a niche. Let's play to that niche, and then the, let's slowly, ever so slowly, just gradually try to build up and expand the niche. And I think that's now working for them. Uh, NFL Zigger Zag is next on The Fan. We'll get back into some football stuff at the top of the hour. We've got uh, Travis Demers from Dallas at 7.30. And then we've uh, got Statter Story coming up at 8.15. But it is time for NFL Zig or Zag, the first 2024 edition. It's a big deal. Got to get the year off to a right start. You know I like to try things, and sometimes they fail. I'm very proud of creating NFL Zig or Zag. I was thinking yesterday, when are we bringing back Dos Minutos? <laughs> it's almost that time of year. It's bas- You know basketball season started? Did you know the Minnesota Timberwolves are the number one seed in the Western Conference? You're going to blow your basketball load segment. Basketball nerds here, keep baby. Talking. It's basketball season. <laughs> I don't think you're watching, but I like that you at least know. Mookie Cook's playing tomorrow night. Oregon debut. Come on, baby. Hoop season. Let's go. Round ball rock. Dirt, let's start with quarterback. All right, what do we got? Okay. 14th in passing, or 14, excuse me, 14th in yards per pass attempt. 13th in passing yards. 20th in passer rating. 13th in passing percentage, 19 tuds, 12 picks. Dirt Zigger Zag, that is a franchise quarterback. <laughs> I'm trying to think of who the quarterback's going to be. It's got those numbers. Uh, I'm going to guess that so- that sounds Jalen Hurtsy to me. Uh, look, I... I'm gonna say, I'm gonna... You can guess all you want, but that question was Zigger Zag that that's a franchise quarterback. I'll zig on it because it's not enough information. I'm copping out. I'm zigging on it because it's You're one a year. Coward. It's a one-year outlier. Okay. I don't know what he did the year before. All I don't right. know what his you know track record, how many offensive linemen have been healthy, who's in and out of the lineup. I need more information. So I'm gonna say those are not good numbers. They don't jump off the page. They don't scream MVP or franchise guy. Yeah. But I'm gonna zig on it because you can't have a year like that and be a franchise quarterback. Uh that would be your boy Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Come on down. Not having a good year, Bob. I think it's fair to start asking if Trevor Lawrence is a franchise elite quarterback. Yeah. I do. I know. I know. I know what you're going to respond with. He was just in the divisional round a year ago and had that big comeback against the Chargers. <laughs> you're not wrong there. I don't know what the hell's happened to him, though. These are his numbers, and I know he's banged up now. But, my God, you want to give that guy $200-plus million? It's a... Uh, I, what's going on with Trevor Lawrence? That's a great question. Do I want to give him $200 million? Probably not. But how many quarterbacks do you really want to give $200 million to? Would be my follow-up question. I have another one in the zigger zag. There's actually. not a lot of them that you're actually like, yes, we got to pay that guy $200 million. What's wrong with him? I don't know. Because he doesn't look good when I see him playing. No. My only retort to you, because he, he has not looked right. They have not looked right. And I'm a big Doug Peterson guy. I know. So I, I'm high on the future there, but they have not had a very good year. They might end up winning the division this weekend. We'll wait and see on that. My retort, though, to all of it would be, I think this is his second year of real NFL football. Like, he was coached by Urban Meyer groping women in a bar in Columbus. 
his rookie season. It was one of the worst rookie seasons and worst coaching situations that anybody could have been brought into. Last year was year two in the NFL for him. They went to the playoffs. This is year three. They might end up going to the playoffs again. So that would be my only retort. He was better last year than he was this year. I don't know if it's injuries. I don't know if it's guys in and out of the lineup. I thought Calvin Ridley would be the game changer for them and take the offense to the next level. Uh, but I, it, it's a complicated one, and I think most quarterback situations are in the NFL. All right, let's go on to the next one where we have this clip. Every single article I read out of Chicago was how much the players love Justin Fields and how much they want him to be his quarterback. DJ Moore, star receiver. Like, he's like, yeah, I said it. So what? Like, now it's on ownership. So, so now it's really flipped the script where he's won that locker room and everyone on that team, like, player-wise, wants him to be the quarterback. That was Chase Daniel, courtesy of 670 The Score. Dirt Zigger Zag on moving on from Justin Fields and taking Drake May or Caleb Williams number one in Chicago. Yeah, I'm not backing off this take. This might end up being a horrendous take, yes. so timestamp it three years from now. I'm zagging all over this, dude. I, I, I'm keeping Justin Fields, and I'm trading the number one pick if I'm the Chicago Bears. The Look, I understand that it's another late-season charge for them. They did the same exact thing last year, and everybody said, oh, here comes Fields. He's going to be the MVP next year. Everybody got way over their skis on all this and talking about DJ Moore and what he's going to mean for that offense. I just look at it from two angles. One, Fields is beloved in that locker room, and he's improved as a quarterback. He's playing okay football. The other part of this, though, the other, the other aspect of it is you just have no clue how rookies are going to be. Is Caleb Williams going to be an MVP in the NFL? Is he going to be a franchise quarterback? Can you can you state with certainty of life on that decision that he will turn into that NFL quarterback? I have no clue. I'm high on Drake May. I have no clue how he's going to be in the NFL. We don't know how Michael Penix is going to be. Those are all unknowns. I know that I have a decent quarterback who I can further provide for with trading that number one pick for a bunch of other first-round picks and improve the roster around him. I'm zagging. I'm keeping Justin Fields. I think this is... I don't even care about the Bears. This has become one of my top 10 favorite storylines looming in sports. It is, it, I don't played, know what the hell they do. He played this weekend. They won the game. He I threw some on him. dimes in the snow. Like he They were great. chanting, we want fields. We want fields. And I talked to our buddy uh, in Chicago. They're conflicted. There's a lot of fans that are like, I don't know, man. The last like six weeks, we're hell Mary away from beating Cleveland in Cleveland. Yeah. Which, man, how big a win that would have been. Well, and I continue to maintain. How much can you get if you trade the number one pick? How many first-round picks can you have? And what's the better way to build a roster? Is yeah. it through Caleb Williams and not having those picks or having all those picks and saying Fields is good, let's build around him? Huge Buffalo-Miami tilt this weekend down in Miami. Winner gets the AFC East. All the marbles. Obviously, playoff positioning a big part, so this is more of an off-season-based topic. But, Dirt, if the Dolphins lose at home and Buffalo wins the division – Zig or zag that the Dolphins shouldn't lock up Tua as their franchise quarterback. I'll zag on that. I, I don't know where else you're going at this point. I, he has shown enough that I think he's a franchise quarterback. I know they haven't had a lot of quote-unquote quality wins this year. The Dallas one a couple of weeks ago was probably the best that they have. They got blown out the last time they went to Buffalo. But that's also a roster that's dealt with a lot of injuries, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Tyreek Hill's been in and out of the lineup late in the season. Waddle's always banged up. Waddle's always banged up. And so I think th this is what we do often in the modern NFL is we put it all on the quarterback and we act, well, he can't get him to the playoffs. Like, well, let's not act like it's all his fault. He's had a pretty good year this year. He's shown he's a franchise guy. In my estimation, he stayed healthy this year. That was the big question. So, I'm, uh, yeah, I, is he a top five guy? I don't know. But you're not moving on. I zag on that. Uh, you remember a time going into this year? It's crazy to say that, or going into the season, I should say. 
where we were like openly debating with listeners whether you pay Lamar or not. Yes. Ravens have the one seat, and right now he is the overwhelming favorite for MVP. He's got that locked up in my estimation. Dirt Zigger Zag, Lamar is convinced the haters. <laughs> Zag. He's got a cowboy thing going. He's got to win in the playoffs because that's all we care about with NFL quarterbacks. He had already won an MVP. He's going to be, he, he, he had, will be this, <laughs> the youngest quarterback to win two MVPs, right. and he was already the youngest to win a MVP. So if the first MVP wasn't enough to convince people, I don't think the second MVP is going to be enough to convince people. They're going to say, What have you done for me in the playoffs? That's what matters to many mm. people when they look at quarterbacks. It's like superstars in the NBA. Joel Embiid has won how many MVPs or competed for how many MVPs? He's got one MVP and been pretty close. And what does everybody say about him? Win in the playoffs. What happens in the playoffs? It's, it's superstars and quarterbacks are treated the same. Lamar needs to win in the playoffs. The most ironic part out of all this, not that we would love to say, hey, we were right because we were right. It's all the teams who immediately when Lamar Jackson was potentially available during the whole tag, no contract situation, came out and emphatically said we don't want to trade we're for that guy. We're not trading for that guy. One of the owners who threw a drink on a fan this past weekend whose team is an absolute dumpster fire wanted nothing to do with trading the number one overall pick for Lamar Jackson. How's that working out for you, Carolina? How would Atlanta look with Lamar? My God, and I don't even like their coach, but those weapons with Lamar Jackson playing indoors. Yeah. Remember when everybody saw Jalen Hurts from one year and said he's better than Lamar Jackson? How's that take looking a year later? And finally, the Eagles have been floundering <laughs> as of late. Not looking Super Bowl ready. Dirt Zig or no. Zag, you are more concerned about Nick Sirianni than Jalen Hurts. Oh, that's a good one. I think they've all been good. More concerned about Nick Sirianni than Jalen Hurts. I'm gonna zag on that. They're in a panic in Philly right now, man. They should be in a panic. They lost to the they blew a lead to the Arizona Cardinals as a two touchdown favorite this weekend. Yeah. They've lost what, four in a row? How many will we up to now? Uh three I or four in a row? They're gonna lose like maybe seven guys on defense this year. Yeah, too. you're blown out by the 49ers in a big game earlier a couple of weeks ago. Um I, I I'm gonna zag on that though, or zig no, zag on that because it's more I'm more concerned about Jalen Hurts than I am Sirianni. Really? Because they gave him the contract after one it was one year he had one year where everything the stars aligned everything was perfect he was unbelievable now he's been dealing with injuries for a chunk of the season he hasn't been 100 percent. but welcome to the nfl man how many quarterbacks are 100 percent at this point in the season and i just they gave him a massive contract after basically one year and said you're a franchise guy and his numbers have not been good this year their defense has also regressed a ton and it was hilarious to see them lose a game to the coordinator that they all wanted to fire and blamed for all their faults last year in Gannon and to watch him come back to Philly and beat them this weekend. There you go, NFL Zigger Zag. We do it every Wednesday at 6.45, the first one of 2024. Uh, loaded second hour, Travis Demers live from Dallas, Texas. The Blazers on a big road trip, but we start the second hour. In college football, what are these programs to do? Hour two, Dirt and Sprague on the Odyssey app, 1080 The Fan, and YouTube. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.